you're here to listen and I'm here to talk. This is Spirit Signal with Justin Gleason, bringing you the message of God, Bible, and church. I normally do not talk much about politics, but that doesn't mean I won't bring guests on that do. Danny Torres is the host of the State of the Nation Live, available on Facebook and YouTube Live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and of course on demand following the broadcast. Follow and subscribe at the conclusion of this episode. Brother Danny has insight into the times and seasons we are in. His videos will move you to watch and pray for the United States of America, Israel, and the world. The State of the Nation Live gives saints a plan of action to stand strong for the Lord in dark and perilous times that we are currently living in. Brother Danny Torres, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to Spirit Signal. Why, thank you, Brother Justin. First off, it's my honor to be with you and your your wonderful uh, audience. Just so you know, I'm also one of your audience, and uh, I'm also subscribed through... uh, I listen through iHeartRadio, and um, yeah. I get a ding every time uh, you upload a new um, podcast, and I'm excited to listen to it. And so uh, this is an honor for me to uh, be part of, of this um, uh, special show. Oh, well, thank you so much, Brother Danny. That, uh, that means a lot. That touches my heart that you listen to SSWJG on I heart. Well, I too, uh, I'm, I'm a fan of your, your, the series that you've been doing. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, you get uh, thousands of viewers uh, every week, and it's just extraordinary what God is doing through uh, State of the Nation. Has State of the Nation been something that you knew you would do for a long time? You just kind of could feel it, and just the time was right you know, to start about a month ago? I'll be honest with you. Um, it kind of just happened by mistake. Uh, <laughs> and I know that sounds funny, but uh, I begin to uh, I begin to to see a void or a lacking in um, the truth. And uh, what I what I mean by that is as as I begin to look at the events that are going on around us, and then I begin to see what was being put out there by the mainstream media and being put out there by uh, the talking heads, uh, so to speak. I realized there was a lacking in the, uh, the truth aspect of what was really going on. The only thing that was going on was an echo chamber. And they were echoing exactly what uh, the the talking heads or those in the upper echelon wanted them to talk about. And so I, I can tell you, it, you know, it was kind of spiritual. Um, I, yeah, the word of God says my people, uh, you know, we, we die for the lack of knowledge. And it also says that we have to be a watchman uh, because it tells us to watch and pray. And so what a better way to start getting out to um to Christians, 
especially those who know how to pray, especially those that are interested in, in our nation with the truth and get information out there to put it in their hands. And so as you know, I, I went on a couple I went on a couple times. I talked a little bit about COVID uh, during, you know, before. I had talked a little bit about depression before, but never had I talked about politics. And I talked about politics and I went from about 2,500 viewers to the first week I went to about 4,000 viewers. The second week I went to over five, well, I went to 5,000 viewers. I couldn't get any more. Facebook started telling me I, you know, I have to become a uh, public figure. And I said, I'm not becoming a public figure. <laughs> and then I went from, you know, I went, now I have, you know, uh, 5,000 friends. I have, I think it's almost 7,500 followers now. Um, one of our, one of our very first episodes that is actually it got wiped off uh facebook um it went literally all over the world and and um someone showed me a clip of it on news in europe (laughs) i couldn't believe that that was me on the news in europe oh good they They need to be watching (laughs) Yeah, they were talking about, well, they, they it was kind of like a PBS type show. And they were uh, talking about uh citizen journalist. And it was it was it was just kind of ironic. And I'm like, well, Lord, I guess They they were calling you a citizen journalist? I'm a citizen journalist, and, and they were talking that that it's a new phenomenon that's sweeping across the United States. I like that. And um and basically, they were they were going against uh, the fake news narrative. Yeah. They were saying that you know, and you know, that's when, of course, you know, you and I had had spoke uh, privately a couple times, and and you had encouraged me that you thought that this was something that that you know could turn big. And I'll be honest, I I didn't see it. I mean, I was just like, okay, you know, I figured it would dry up and die. So. I was like, okay, but I'll yeah. be honest with you. It's gotten bigger now. It got bigger. Yeah, it's gotten bigger and um, it's become more demanding. Um, I've kind of reformatted it a couple times. Uh, I tried to get some better software. I had to, I had to jump my game up with, uh, I went from, you know, I went to a gig with my uh, uh, internet speed trying to keep up with, you know, the live uh, cast with, uh, uh, you know, with the software and everything. And still Facebook, they just, Facebook just tears us down. But to make a long story short, the the thing is, I'm going to continue to do this until such a time that God tells me I don't need to do it anymore. And, uh, what I bring to the table, like tonight, uh, right before this interview, uh, I had a broadcast and on that broadcast, uh, you know, I specifically brought the word and I brought the word about be still and know that I am God. And, you know, as a minister myself, I've preached this message before out of Psalms, 
But when I begin to look at the at really what that's telling us, God's not telling his people to be still. God's telling the warring nations in Psalms to be still and know that I'm God. Leave my people alone. And we see this again when Jesus stood in the bow of the boat and told the storm, be still. And he did that to protect his children. And so messages like that, I'm able to share with an audience that, that may never hear this. And, yes. uh, you know, so, so that's yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. And we love it because a lot of us just are not called to bring the message of politics public. But you, do, you, you are called to do it, and I, I just think you have the credentials and the experience and, and the mind to do it. You're a, a, a Gulf War combat veteran. Thank you for your service. You are also an employee of the Department of Homeland Security, and you have just have a proven track record in history to be very accurate with the news. I remember, Brother Danny, you talking about a strange virus originating in China back in, I remember you were talking about it in July and August of 2019. And lo and behold, uh, it happened. I remember you talking about voter fraud in uh, early spring of 2020. And I could name other things that you've talked about. You know, God's given you a mind and insight for this. But I'll tell you, it's interesting. I've known, we, we've been uh, friends for a long time. I've never known you to be a conspiracy theorist at all. But this election, you certainly have shed some light on the conspiracy of this election. And what currently, where do you feel right now where D.C. is at? And where, where's our government at? What in the world is going on? I feel like I'm in suspended animation, you know? <laughs> well... I mean, it's like we're in a giant movie set, and uh, every day they, they change the script on us, and uh, we're watching the movie play out in front of us. Um, I'll be honest with you, uh, I'm not a big uh, conspiracy theorist, but uh, I do listen to lots of data points, and um, throughout the day, I listen to probably... 15 different um, data points that I'm collecting information from. And as I, as I listen and watch these uh, data points, I'm, I'm, putting, uh, I'm putting dots together on a matrix or on a, on a paper. And at the end of it, then I look at the picture that was drawn. And uh, these bits of data or collection points that I'm using... They come from, one of them comes from, you know, spirit uh, signal. It's, it's, it's something I listen to. I listen to what's, what's going on in, you know, in your neck of the woods. I listen to other, uh, I listen to um, uh, Brother Cisco. Uh, I listen to what, what he's talking about. And I listen to uh, a couple other, um, you know, uh, Christian broadcast, and then I listen to uh, different uh, political podcasts out there. I even listen to a couple uh, Q podcasts. Now, you know, we've we had a lot of fun with Q, and 
you know, there's, I'm going to stop right here and I'm going to talk about Q just for a minute, if that's yeah, please okay. Please do. Yeah, go ahead. A lot of people don't really understand what Q is. Okay. So we'll start with, first off, Q, there's only one Q. There's no Q anon. Okay. There's a Q. And then there's what's called anons. Okay. So anons are the, uh, that's the group of people that, uh, help Q or they, or they decode what Q says. Okay. Now Q has been, mm. uh, Q has been giving coded messages out since, uh, I believe it's 2017. Wow. And believe it or not, a lot of these coded messages have come true. Yeah. Now, one of the weirdest ones that just came through, and I think I shared this with you personally, was it was a Q drop from, I believe it was 2018. And when Q drops, Q is a, Q is, it's kind of like a blog or a, I don't know how you say it. It's like, it's, it's someone gets on a blog and they they put some coded words in there and there's there's a certain time of day they do it you look at the time of day they do it you look exactly what they're saying you sometimes they'll put a picture on there so you have to find that picture and realize what's happening in that picture or whatever but one of the last ones that that I just seen decoded was rest in peace patriot do you remember that one no, I I didn't see it. I, well, I I followed Q for a little bit there on Twitter, but they censored him. And yeah, I don't I don't see it anymore. Well, he's uh, Q stopped dropping in December. Okay. He said he's not going to do any more. Um, so in December, Q Q stopped, but it said rest in peace. Uh, and it basically the the time date stamp. And everything when we got to understand how Q does it. Q does it with uh, they the, like a decoder ring, you know, <laughs> like when, when you're yeah. a little kid, you know. And so you got to find the code in this. But it actually gave the date, and it said "Rest in peace, Patriot." Now get ready for this because this is wild. That Rush Limbaugh passed away. Whoa. I was like, wow, it was crazy, okay? Now, there's a lot of stories about Q, what Q really is. Some people say Q is is a uh, massive computer, okay? That's what mm. some people say. And I don't know if you've ever, if you're a Hollywood guy, Q said this, Q said this, that Hollywood mimics reality, that was one of his very early posts. Hollywood mimics reality. Well, yeah, it does. You look at like Back to the Future. Right. You know, terrorists come after Marty McFly. Right. <laughs> right. And then you so, see pictures of the towers kind of falling. Yeah. Yeah. All that. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, you're right. So anyway, when you're sitting here <laughs> looking at this and, and Q, you know, when, when, when Q makes this announcement, you're like, okay, this is crazy. You know, um, but then some of the things, like if you've ever watched a show called uh, a Persons of Interest. I knew you were going to bring that up. I've seen it. Yeah. 
So that machine and is Q. That machine, they're parallel on that machine with Q. Exactly. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Because Q tells this, Q, uh, you know, that, you know, Q kind of tells the future. And then there's also some, some crazy stuff out there where people believe, now this one's going to take you back kind of crazy, but just bear with me. I love crazy. Yeah. Well, people <laughs> believe that uh, John F. Kennedy, he was shot in the head, of course, we know, uh, when he was president and he passed away. Yeah. And um, people believe that he didn't die. They believe that he was an invalid. And mm. that, and that because, uh, you know, he was theoretically brain dead, that someone connected a supercomputer to his brain. <laughs> I know this sounds really crazy. Well. And, and then the other, the other part say, you remember when, um. The very last thing that JFK Jr., remember the guy who drove his plane into the water, you know, yeah. by accident? The One of the very last statements he said is he was going to avenge his father's death. Okay? Whoa. Well, the story goes that JFK's physical body was dying. So they needed another surrogate to have the computer implanted in their head <laughs> so jfk jr <laughs> became that surrogate oh man. i know this sounds really crazy it does but what i'm getting ready to tell you now is gonna blow your mind okay now a lot of people believe that george bush senior had something to do with the death of JFK. I've heard that. And so JFK Jr.'s ashes were put in a little Tiffany box. Supposedly. Well, if you remember when Donald Trump and Melania Trump were sworn in at the inauguration, mm -hmm. Melania Trump gave Michelle Obama a little Tiffany box that looks just like the one his ashes were in. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, you can't make this stuff up. No, you can't. Yeah, and of course, you know, then there's other things. I could go on and on and on, but but the big one was, you know, there, the conspiracy out there that the United States uh, was a, you know, uh, in 1871, they became a corporation because yes. they needed to borrow money. And under the corporation, then they put fringes on the flag. Um, and uh, the, the flag... Um, was now the flag of the corporation, not the flag of the republic. And uh, Donald Trump did, in, in, on July 4th of 2020, he did make a proclamation, and he signed it about returning to the public. And I'm not sure still what all that's about. And uh, a lot of people believe that he took us 
he bankrupted the uh, republic or bankrupted the corporation so that it will return to the public republic. Mm. That's what a lot of people believe. Now, <laughs> all that being said, in the very last speech that Donald Trump made, if you watch it and you count the number of flags that were behind him, there were 17 flags. Now, Q is the 17th letter in the alphabet. Oh. <laughs> and, you, and, and, and 17, that's an odd number of flags. You don't see that anywhere. Exactly. And hmm. so, you know, there's a whole bunch more stuff tied to it. So anyway, I just said all that to tell you this. Those are the type of things that are out there. So we have to take the disinformation and, you know, take all that disinformation and put it aside. And I laugh and kind of joke about some Q stuff every once in a while. I mean, on one of my shows, I put I put my tinfoil hat on, you know, oh, yeah. and I talked. Yeah. That, That's the that DT a, hat, the Danny yeah. Torres hat, that tinfoil hat. There you go. That was that was a really good one. That was a good show. I watched that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I talked a little bit about the 17th uh, letter and, you know, people, you know, people that knew what I was talking about, knew what I was talking about. The people that didn't, they just thought I was nuts. So, you know, it was kind of funny. But, yeah. yeah. So that's that's how I brought the audience in. Now, at the end of the day, I don't know if you remember, at the very end of that, I was able to give the message of salvation with Acts 2.38. Yes. And... And, you know, so we brought in a whole bunch of people to listen to this. And then we gave them hope through the message of Jesus Christ. And that's that's where our really our our own hope is. That's the only place we're yes, going to find is. true hope is Jesus Christ. Yes. Amen. Well, Brother Danny, I mean, Q, I've saw a little bit of it here and there. I never really followed it much. You know, it got re really big, really around 2018 and 19. All of that, but it was essentially the deep secret files of the Trump administration, what they'd uncovered with uh, you know, all of the perversion that was happening and all of the uh, human trafficking, all of that stuff. And there was a, you know, the big cabal uh, out there and it was going to be exposed. And, you know, that's that's a good thing. Some of the things that it predicted certainly seem to be very patriotic. And, you know, I didn't know that about the uh, the death of Rush Limbaugh about that. But, yeah, any, you know, anything is possible. You read Bible prophecy, all the things that happen, they can only happen with supernatural technology, you know, like this. So, yeah, well, so that is yeah. that is interesting stuff. So do you believe that? Uh, President Trump did sign the Insurrection Act. Okay. I'm going to tell you my personal opinion. Um, I'm going to go back, backtrack just a minute here. When I started this show uh, about my, my very first, my second show, I received a phone call at the very end of the show, and the person told me, they said, we would like you to be on a phone call. And it's a Zoom call. Are you able to be on this call with us? And I said, yeah, no problem. 
and I didn't realize what this call was. And this call ended up being what's called the, the General's Call. On this call was General McInerney, General Flynn, uh, um, General Valle, uh, and uh, several other uh, generals and some political people. Uh, in this series of calls, there's been the likes of um, Lynn Wood. He's been on there several times. Um, there's been Sidney Powell on there several times. Uh, there's, uh, I believe Dr. Burke, uh, uh, other doctors, you know, that, that, that have been on this, on this series of calls that I was invited to. And, you know, I counted it an honor. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> you know, uh, here I am just this lowly little guy here. And I got access to some pretty big stuff. And, uh, mm. And what they told me was I was considered, and I don't, I don't consider myself this, but this is what they said. They said I was a, a social media influencer and that they asked me if I oh. would be willing to put the word out for the current administration. At that time, it was Donald Trump. You know, of course, he was being silenced. And, and, you know, so, you know, we were just trying to get the word out. Yeah. And so from there, it just began to snowball because then once I got on that, on that phone call, then I started getting uh, information from all over. Just like just today, I'll just let you know. Today I was on a call with uh, Sam Graves, and um, uh, Sam Graves was, uh, of course, you know, talking about uh, Washington and talking about some COVID things and, uh, you know, these type of things. But I've got I've I've been given access to people that I would really never have gotten that the necessary access to. So. Um, you know, I, I have to believe that God's hand is in this somewhere. And amen. And that's, that's, that's where I'm going with that. Okay. Wow. Okay. Ever since the election, election day back in November, I, I, I felt good about it leading all the way up to it. And and the Lord has spoke to me about Donald Trump, his his, uh, his first term. I, I knew that was going to happen, and I've, I've talked about that in past episodes. This past election, I woke up that morning, and I, I felt so in danger. Like I was looking over my shoulders walking, walking up to the voting ballot. I just could feel um, evil in the spirit world, a major commotion and disturbance. And I remember watching the votes coming in that night. You know, Chris Wallace up there with his skinny little white ankles hanging out, that little schmuck. And uh, all the crazy things that were being said and done. And I, I still haven't watched Fox News since that night. I, I haven't. I, 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 I'm not saying I never will, but it, for right now, I'm not. But I remember seeing all those votes. Trump was in the lead. The red mirage was there. And then all of a sudden, do, 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 all these weird votes started coming in. It was like computerized. And 
I, I be, you and I were texting. I'm like, there it is. There's the voter fraud. It happened. And I, you know, and then, then you had the, uh, Trump inauguration and leading up into that point, I was like praying every day, God, just let one conspiracy theory come to pass. Just one, just give us one, you know? And that was that whole inauguration day was weird. Didn't make sense. It like it's suspended animation. That's the only word I know. But I'll tell you what, God gave me an answer on February 8th. I've been inquiring, inquiring of him every day about this election. And the Holy Ghost spoke to me on February 8th. And the Lord said to me, the spirit world does not recognize Joe Biden as the president of the United States of America. That's all I got. I have no idea what that means. But that was wow. a major clue. Yeah, the spirit world does not recognize Joe Biden as the president. That's why it feels so weird to us. I've not talked to one spiritual person that doesn't feel weird about this. Everybody kind of raises an eyebrow. It's, it's strange. And that makes sense. There's, a, there's something different going on in the spirit world than what meets the eye. To, in, in the eyes of man, he is the president. Do you have any thoughts, any opinions? I have, a, I have a, a ton. Let me, let yeah, me, go ahead. Uh, I, I think, you know, okay, let's, let's go back to the, let's go back to the, the 2016 election. Um, many people, many of, of my friends and you, you know, I was not a fan of Donald Trump at all. I wasn't going to bring that up, but yeah, I was not a Donald Trump fan at all. I know. And, uh, I didn't feel good about him. I, I mean, I had to, I had to pray about him. Pray, I mean, you, you and I, you and I had several conversations, and it was just, you know, I just didn't feel it. And um, right before the election, God gave me a piece about Donald Trump, and of course, then he was in office maybe a month and I'm like, okay, all right, this is a God thing. This is, this is, absolutely, this is, you know, and I, I started watching the blessings of God on his life. And I realized what, what had happened. Had I been sold on Donald Trump in the beginning, I wouldn't be where I am today as far as realizing that, God put him in there. Mm. And I think I, I think God did that to me on purpose because it's really easy for us as men, and especially myself, I'm gonna say myself, if I like somebody because I like them, I'll I'll in my manly side, I'll justify whatever mistake they make. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But all of those mistakes that Donald Trump made before he went into office, I mean, he was just a man. He did it, you know. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the, the bottom line is this. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Sure. And, you know, I had to get past that. And once I got past that and realized, hey, God used a donkey to save Israel. Well, God yes. can use a man like Donald Trump. Now... I don't know about you, and I, I mean, I, I know you're a prophecy guy, uh, so to speak, and I know that I know that God talks to you, and you've shared some of the awesome stuff that God's given you, and to mm -hmm. with me, 
And um, some of the other data points that I listen to is prophecy. And I've started going back in the archives now. There's a there's a group of prophets that prophesied about Donald Trump back in 2014. One of them's name is a man by the name of Ken Clement. Now, I knew about Ken Clement, and I didn't ever like Ken Clement. I didn't like him. I didn't like his approach. I didn't like the way that he did things. It just, you know, he's very, uh, he plays music as he's prophesying, you know. And it's kind of like a show, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's I don't, a, kind of a long-haired, hippie-looking dude. Yeah, but... 2014, he started talking about, you know, Donald Trump. and Sure did. Then he talks about, he goes, he is my David. And he said, thus saith the Lord, he is my David. Mm. And so I went back and I've started listening to this. I'm going to tell you, Justin, there's something to it. Now, well, yeah. I, I mean... You got to tell again, me I was a fan of Trump in, 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 at the birther issue in 2011. That's yeah. when I saw it. He's the next president. Yeah, I you know, but anyway, you know, so I had to I had to come to that point in that realization uh, of of knowing that you know Trump you know was the president. Now Joe Biden, uh, I look. On my show, I put a I put a slide up the other day. It's the many faces of Joe Biden. Yeah. Now, I mean, as an as an officer, we learn what's called facial recognition, and I can look at a photograph and I can look at a person and see if that photograph is them. Usually, within about you know, I can look at them from you know maybe ten fifteen years ago. And still see if it's the same person. Because there's things that never change. Your ears don't change. Your nose doesn't change. Your chin doesn't change. Correct. And so when you look at somebody with a dimple in their chin, you look at somebody with attached ears at the bottom, you know, you look at some of the pictures of Joe Biden, in some he has attached ears ears some he doesn't have attached ears some he's got a cleft in his chin some he doesn't have a cleft in his chin some he's got more hair on one day and more hair and less hair on another day i've seen it yeah and you know there is something gone there's something totally crazy here Mm -hmm. now um And, and everybody was saying that this past summer they're like he looks different yeah everybody said that yeah he he and you know, some days he can speak, some days he can't even talk. I mean, so yeah, yeah. There, there. You know, mm. th- there's definitely something wrong there. Now, I got a feeling that Joe Biden has some cognitive issues. You know, bless his heart. I think I think he might not be well. Mm-hmm. And someone's perpetrating a fraud on the on the citizens of the United States by propping him up as the president. Yep. Now, 
this, I'm getting ready to tell you something that's going to blow your mind. Ken Clement talked about the lady in purple that was a witch. Oof. I want you to think about what happened on election, on, on inauguration day. Talked about a witch going into the White House. Yes. And so, you know, I really, I have my doubts that Joe Biden's going to be there much longer. Here we go. Um, these are my personal doubts. I don't think he's going to be there. I think that the other thing that another prophet has said that uh, Harris will turn on her people because they turn on her and she'll tell the American people what really happened. Whoa. I don't know. Mm. But it very well could happen. It very well could happen. And, um, you know, so, uh, once again, like I said, that's one of those data points that I, that, that I listen to. And I, I, you know, I, 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 I just have to measure everything because if I'm not listening to everything, then I can't get a complete picture. It's kind of like, you know, you stay, you, if you, if you're looking outside and you close one of your eyes, you only get half a picture. So I have to look at all the available information mm-hmm. with both eyes wide open. And, and with both wide eyes wide open right now, I do not see the Biden administration making it through their first term. And I say the Biden administration, meaning Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Yeah. So... Man, so you see it too? I, I mean, yeah, I and I, I see it. I can see it. I mean, I feel it in the spirit, but I can actually see it, and I can see how it could happen. You know, with with yeah. with you know. Now the scary part is, you know, um, if something happened to both of them right now, uh, you know, that means Nancy Pelosi would <laughs> would become president. <laughs> And that, that's just as scary. <laughs> yeah. Well. Oh, my. I've said it over the air before. I'm going to say it again. A word that the Lord spoke to me on July 4th, 2020. The word of the Lord came to me saying, The plague is departing. A light remains in Washington. A mistress of the insurrection is cut off. They shall not turn the other cheek to the commotion. A fire shall consume the dwellings of low quality. They shall say farewell to the protection systems of Roosevelt. Anytime Brother Danny God gives me a word for America, Israel, the world, anything outside of the church, it's always in a very dark saying. It's always very cryptic. And that 
you know, that was there. I don't think Kamala was named uh, the the VP yet. No, no. Nope, yeah, I, I had no she idea. And yeah, that was still up in the air who it would be. Yeah. But that mistress of the insurrection is cut off has always been the most interesting part of the of that word. And I just I don't know what it means. I don't understand that. That is spiritual language that I have yet to interpret. But I just see it as it looks like it, you know, the end is now, you know, save yourselves. But there's still some light left in DC. God is not done with America. And, you are and, correct. Yeah. You know, God you still are, has a purpose for the country. You see it too? Brother Justin, I'm going to tell you something that's getting ready to blow your mind. I just, uh, I was actually pondering this yesterday during my studies, you know, getting prepared for this show. And um, I, like I told you, I listened to several different formats of, of political shows out there. Even the Q guys talk about God. Even the Q guys pray. Yeah, they do. I mean, just about every one of these um, formats out there does something with God in mind. Now, you know, what this does is this prepares their heart for the truth. And this opens them up. When someone begins to seek God for who God is, God will give them an opportunity to find him in truth. And I believe that there is so many people trying to find the truth right now, trying to find the way. There is people that are praying to God that have never prayed in a long time. Now, they're praying the only way they know how. I know a couple shows open up with, uh, you know, they, they say the Lord's Prayer. But, I mean, if that's the only prayer you know, you know, what that does is, that opens a door to, you know, to hear more. And uh, there's a scripture that, that you know, will we'll tell it. You know, God, the scripture tells us that, you know, God will lead us into his uh, salvation. And, I mean, he's going to give us an understanding of who he is. And I believe with every fiber of my being that we are being set up for one of the hugest revivals ever. And when things start happening, and I believe just like, you know, we're going into Purim tomorrow, I believe, right? At the end of Shabbat tomorrow? Yeah, it starts tomorrow, okay. tomorrow evening. Yeah. So, um, that, and for those of you listening to this to, to date, that, that will be uh, February 26th, 2021 at sundown. Correct. So... What happens is that was when the nation of Israel had a death sentence and God intervened. Yes. Right now, the nation, the Republic of the United States has a death sentence. Mm. And there's nothing that man can do. Look, the Supreme Court has said, I'm not listening to it. Those crazy people that stormed the Capitol, they didn't they didn't get what they needed, what they thought they were going to do. And I and you know, that's still all up in the air. We don't know what was going on there. Right. But, you know, I really don't I, I I'm gonna tell you right now, they was not Trump supporters, but you know, that's a whole nother story. Not. 
Yeah, but um, you know, it shows that man couldn't do it. And so I'm going to tell you, God has set up the the church for revival. Because whatever happens and God intervenes, it's going to be huge and God's going to get all the glory. Yes, he will. And so all these people that, that, you know, are, are, are doing what they're doing, you know, praying in the way they, they're going to turn their face to God. And that's when God will begin to reveal who he is to people. Amen. He sure will. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You know, Brother Danny, COVID-19 shocked, well, the world, but America, coming up on almost a year ago, March 15th. And I was praying the other day, and I kind of got a sense that just as COVID-19 shocked us this past March, that another shock is coming this March, 2021. You feel it too? Well, there's definitely something preparing itself to, to emerge. And, um, you know, I, uh, I have to be careful what I say about what I know about COVID-19, but, uh, I can tell you that I believe, I personally believe, COVID-19 is a man-made virus. Mm -hmm. COVID-19 is a real virus. Yeah. COVID-19 is a weaponized SARS virus that utilizes... um, it utilizes the HIV uh, a platform to infiltrate the immune system of the human. Now, if you've if you've done any studies with uh, uh, medicine and uh, inoculations and these type of things, they've been using since 1980. About 1985, they've been using the HIV virus that when it showed itself, this the HIV virus has has a set of a set of prongs. Let's just call it prongs that that can penetrate the human um, immune system, and and so uh, this this virus that supposedly came from an animal had to be set with a crown, which was that crown was and is that top of the virus from the HIV virus. Now it, it, it gets into your system. So now we, there's a lot of cancer drugs out there that have the same, you know, uh, they use different, like they use the HIV virus to invade good cells uh, or the cancer cells to give it good, you know, good cells or to, you know, to, to kill it off, so to speak. And so it's out there. 
you know, this, this type of, of science is out there. And I believe it was made in a lab. I believe it was made in a lab here in the United States. I believe it was leaked or took out of the United States to China. I believe it was made into a weapon system in China. Yeah. And I believe it was unleashed on the world. There's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. What could you possibly see maybe next month happening? You know, that could be another shock. Do you, you sense anything? You hearing anything that they're saying well, that could happen this March? Because, you know, in the end times, it's just going to be fearful sights, one thing after another. Well, what they're saying is, and it showed up today in New York, or it showed up this week in New York, I guess the a mixture of the Brazilian slash European super strain is now in New York of the virus. Ooh. Now, this super strain... Even those people that have been inoculated, uh, I got, you know what they're saying is it it might these these shots that are out there now might not have enough power in them to fight off this new COVID strain. So now they're talking about a third booster. Mm. Mm. Uh. So that's that's a possibility of what's coming out. Another thing that I think is is even more more concerning to you and I because we understand what it would mean. They are talking about a digital passbook for people who got the shot. Hmm. Now, now what that'll be is you know, your your name will be put in a database uh you know justin gleason has been inoculated on this date and he had his second inoculation on this date so he can now go into the marketplace and shop or he can go you know overseas and travel or do whatever all of a sudden What's happening is over in Israel, right now as we speak, you are not able to leave your community unless you've had the shot. Yeah. This is scary because yeah, is. we know what's happening. We know what's going to happen. This is, this is a precursor. To getting everybody ready, and I just I want you to just to think about this before you draw judgment. Okay, we we've gotten used to people going into places and getting their head scanned for a temperature, haven't we? Sure have. What's the difference of getting your head scanned for a mark? Yeah. Hey, look at uh, with our smartphones, our bank accounts, uh, tattoos, piercings, everything. What's 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 a chip in my skin? Yeah. What's a chip <laughs> that you can't see? What does that mean? You yeah. know? Yeah. Now, the other thing that really scares me about this uh, this 
virus uh, um, shot or you know the, the inoculation is that it was made with um, nanobot technology. Yes. And supposedly it could literally affect your DNA. Yeah, I've read that. Because, yeah, it goes into your system and begins recreating itself. So at the end of the day, yeah, I mean, you know, it's no different than, uh, I mean, you know, us. How can I say this? Uh, I don't know. It, 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 it. It's altering our insides. So we're being changed from inside out. And a lot of people believe, a lot of people believe that women in the age of childbearing could become barren because of this shot. And they tell Mm. you, if you have the shot, you really don't want to have a baby within a certain amount of time of the shock. Yes, they say that. Oh, that's so, suspicious. Yeah, they're. It's kind of like they're preparing you. You know what I mean? Because there might be a window where it doesn't take effect just yet <laughs> to alter the change of some things. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Man. Yep. Shocking things are coming in March. All the more just signs that God's coming back. So let's be watchful and prayerful. Okay, let's talk about the military presence up in the air. Uh, helicopters are still flying over my house. Yep. I'm seeing, you know, and it's, it's been that way you know, for a month. Well, longer than a month now. I, uh, I agree. Yeah. That's not normal. Nope. We have what's called, they call them heavy uh, they call them heavies. They're the Chinook helicopters. That's the double-bladed helicopters, the CH-47s. And uh, there's at least one or two fly over my house every day now. You know, it's kind of like a joke now. Uh, one of my friends, I brought it up to him, and they said, well, they're they're flying over your house looking for that guy who's on that radio or that, that show, State of the Nation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it's kind of weird because it flies over my house and then about maybe 10 minutes later i'll get a text from my buddy who lives up north and he'll say hey the chinooks are flying over my house and i'm like yep they just left my house so so they kind of like there's there's something going on there's a reason they're flying a pattern some way you know, i don't know what it yeah. is. yeah and there's still a big military present presence in dc right Oh yeah, there's a, there's a, at least seventy five hundred troops there, and um, you know, uh, there's there's a lot going on that I'm gonna say is not normal. It's not normal. Now, here, yeah, here's how I know this. In eight in 1987, I was honored to be in Washington, D.C. for the inauguration of George Bush Sr. when he took over from uh, Ronald Reagan. So Mm -hmm. I was part of 
the inauguration committee. And we lasted, uh, I went in there, I started working there about November. And I worked there till right about, I don't know, about two weeks after the inauguration, then I was done. And there was about 5,000 of us military members. Oh, wow. That did it. Now, I want you to think about this year they had really upwards of 65,000. Yeah, I said it right. Man. Not 6,500, 65,000 troops Thousand. available. Woo. I'm talking 65,000 troops. So that was a lot of people. And I don't know what they thought was going to happen. I don't know what was going to happen. But right now, there's about, I believe, there's between 7,500 and maybe 10,000 troops still there. That's still mm. a lot of people. That's a lot. That's, that's, that's a lot of troops. And um, the the wire around the, the, the Capitol and all that, that, that's crazy. That is suspicious. Well, part of me wants to just look at that and say, okay, it's just security. The, the Capitol was breached, you know, and they're doing everything they can to make sure that doesn't happen again. Okay, that's the, I guess... We could call it the objective idea. But then there's this other idea that the conspiracy theorists are suggesting that really the military's in charge right now. And, well, yeah. Okay, let's bring up uh, these mysterious resignations and secret arrests. Uh, well, now that's, that's another Q uh, drop. You know, Q started talking about major resignations and all, you know, he, the, Q's been talking about it all, it all stems with the, the Satanism, the Luciferian religion, the, uh, the child trafficking, um, you know, the, the, um, what is it? The monochrome. Have you heard of that? Yes, I have. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, that, that, that and you know even uh the simpsons you know it's weird the simpsons have stuff about the monochrome they have stuff about uh well you've you've seen the stuff about the pizza and stuff like that haven't you have you heard yeah. about that yeah. yeah i mean so and if any of your listeners you know they can they can just google that to find out what we're talking about we don't need to talk about it on air yeah but um it's crazy, but I will tell you this, you know, my wife and I were honored to be able to be in the Philippines in, uh, what was it, the end of 2019, right? Yeah, and man, it's hard to believe. Yeah, it was the end of 2019. And um, I was there, and there's a big Chinese presence that has moved in to the Philippines. I was talking with some of the taxi drivers, you know, uh, just, I, I, I make it a point whenever I go overseas and I travel overseas, I try to talk to the commoners. I try to talk to the common people. There's something special about taxi drivers that they know everything. <laughs> the taxi drivers learn everything. Yeah. yeah. So, 
So, you know, you strike up a conversation with a taxi driver, you'd be amazed at what you learn. And one of these taxi drivers was telling me, oh, yeah, the Chinese are coming here. They're taking all our jobs. Another taxi driver told me, well, since the Chinese have come here, they're taking all of the street children and they're sending them back to China for their organs. Oh, God. And I didn't even know how to respond to that. But I want you to think, you got a place like, a, you know, like the Philippines that has these children that live in these trash dumps. They really do. They're, I mean, big trash dumps, that's where the children live. They don't have any parents. And it would be just like a, a government that had no scruples to take these children and you know harvest their 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 organs for you know whatever now that's what a lot of people believe some of these people that are being arrested like and then you got the Epsteins of the world that you know they had this, the child trafficking issues Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got people like Lynn Wood, who is a very reputable person. Yes, he is. He, he, the last time I heard him, uh, he swears that Epstein is not dead. Oh, whoa. Wow. You know, I mean, that's, that's scary. That's a, that, that, that's a scary thing. But. Then again, do we really know reality anymore? Mm. Yeah, that's the question. That's why I said suspended animation. It's is anything real? Yeah. I mean, you know, you've got you've got accusations that are against uh, John Roberts. Mm. Uh, you know, the Supreme Court. You got ac- accusations yeah. that are against Pence. Yes, I've seen that. But see, here's the weird thing. If you or I had an accusation against us and we were and we were innocent, what would we be doing? I'd be fighting for my innocence. Exactly. Have you heard John Roberts or have you heard Mike Pence say that's untrue? I haven't heard it. I haven't seen nothing. I haven't either. And that's what bothers me. Man, that is suspicious. Wow. I, I mean, that, that's some weird behavior. That That's behavior that, it's not normal. you know, yeah. Yeah. Something ain't right. Let's, uh, you've, I've heard you talk about manufactured weather. Now, this is something I don't really know anything about. Uh, it doesn't make sense to me. We had a blizzard last week all over America. <laughs> and, you know, I... I, I was about to put on social media and, and about this podcast a joke saying, don't worry, snow is not in the apocalypse. You know, you look, it's, it's all heat in the apocalypse. 
But then the Lord checked me and I didn't post it. And I went and looked it through the through the word and I saw it. Jesus said, pray that your flight may not be in winter. In winter. Exactly. Well, there is going to be some people on earth that are going to have to endure a hard winter during that time. And, you know, while the rest of the world is burning and being torched, somehow, uh, somehow or another, there's going to be a, a winter storm. And I thought, <laughs> there it is. It's a manufactured <laughs> blizzard. You got any uh, insight on how this was possibly a manufactured storm? How in the world did that work and who did it and why? Okay, well, I, I, can, I can give you what I know. In 1960s, the United States government had a program in Vietnam that was a cloud seeding program. What this means is they would fly over the enemy in Vietnam in, in planes and they would seed the clouds so that the clouds would rain, so that it would rain. And that the military from the enemy would be bogged down in the mud and then they would use artillery to, to you know, do away with their weaponry and their personnel. That's that's that really happened. So they begin to learn how to manipulate the weather at that point. I mean they I you know it's that's a fact. You can go look it up. It's it's you know it's there. Goodness. Um whoa now uh let's go forward. I just posted an article either yesterday or the day before about China and China wants to be the first nation of basically, uh, you know, manipulated weather. They want to be able to manipulate their weather, you know, to keep, you know, keep it like sane or however you want to think about it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that that's scary because that would mean that they're actually playing with the weather. Now, for years and years and years, people have talked about, you know, the contrails. Are you familiar with contrails? Yes. Okay, so people okay, have talked uh, okay, about... Okay, so they're contrails. I was calling them... Well, I don't know why, but I was calling them chemtrails, like chemical trails. Well, that that's... that that You know, comtrails is, is... Yeah, chemtrails. It, it just depends on how you say it. It's the same thing. Chemical okay, trails. Okay, it's the same thing. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, uh, basically, um, you know, uh, I guess, you know, the technology is there to do it because we know we did it in, we did it in the Vietnam war. Uh, some people say that they, they spray it over the city to, you know, to calm down, you know, they spray uh, chemical to make a city uh, not be so violent. They, you know, there's a lot of weird stuff out there. But uh, one thing I do know, uh, if you go look up uh, Bill Gates, Bill Gates has made a statement that he wants to go to outer space and put dirt particles in outer space to block the sun rays 
for global warming. So what to do? Darken the sky like the apocalypse? Man. So, I mean, yes, I believe that people can manipulate the weather. People can manipulate things. Uh, There was a government program called HARP, H-A-R-P. It's not the program for your loans. <laughs> There's a HARP loan program. Right. This is this is one. Uh, it it deals with harmonics, and um, basically, it's a set of frequencies that supposedly mess with the sun and mess with you know it messes with the weather. Man. And, uh, I mean, you know, you can go, like I said, it's all open source. I'm not telling you any military secrets. You know, people can go find it out there for themselves, but it's there. And, uh, wherever there's smoke, there's fire. That's one thing I've learned a long time ago. It's very true. And, uh, you know, whatever there's smoke, there's fire. So, yeah, I, I, you know, the big Texas issue, you know, um, I just learned today, as a matter of fact, uh, now this, you're going to get some breaking news here. So get ready. I'm ready. All right. I guess um, on February 5th, there was a meeting between some senior leadership of Texas, of the state of Texas. And they literally had a conversation and a meeting about seceding from the United States. Mm. That's a true story. Now, something special about Texas. It's written into their constitution of their state that they can succeed at any time. They can secede. It's there. Go look it up. The other thing about Texas, they have their own power grid. Everybody else shares a power grid. Texas has their own power grid. Now, when all of this stuff happened, there's a uh, an agency that manages the power grid there in Texas. It's called ERCOT. They have five board members, but none of the board members of ERCOT live in Texas. Well, I think it was yesterday, all five of those board members resigned. What was noted was, uh, I guess, the ERCOT, which is the board that manages, you know, the the grid in Texas went to the Biden administration and asked to release, asked, you know, can the energy, you know, uh, the energy secretary, if they could release more power from the upper grids down into Texas to help with the power because the wind, uh, the wind turbines that were not winterized, because they're not winterized, because it doesn't snow or ice in in, uh, Texas. So they froze up, and they really did freeze up. I know some people say they didn't, but they really did. And then the 
the uh, natural gas uh, turbines, um, the couplers, the pipe couplers on the natural gas froze up because they were too cold because they're not winterized. So they needed electricity to flow to the lower grid. Well, what my understanding, the Biden administration did was tell them for this to happen, they had to reduce so much of their, you know, their, their carbon footprint. I mean, basically they were, they were given regulations that they was going to have to follow. And in the meantime, you had Texas where people were dying because they were freezing to death. Yeah. So it was, it was a multitude of failures. Right. Hmm. And I'm sure all this, yeah, all this will come out eventually. It was not a normal storm. I've never seen that. And I watched uh, the radar. Oh yeah. On the weather apps on my phone. And I've never seen a storm do that. Came out of nowhere, all over America. Very strange, very bizarre. It didn't even move like a, a normal storm. And even I was, I was talking uh, with somebody. We were out looking at the snow, and we both said, commented, "The snow looks strange. It, it looks different." So there's just things that don't look normal, don't look usual. It's all very odd. And I well, tell you, it's yeah. it's moved me to pray. It's moved me to want to serve the Lord. Well, that, uh, that's that that's that yeah. watchman in us. You know, that's what we need to be doing. We need we to be watch. looking at the events. Because yes. the word of, word of God says, "Watch and pray." That's right. And uh, you know, we need to we need to be aware. We can't we can't have our head in the sand. No. And ex- and expect to know to know where God's moving. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that's the important thing. You know, the, the days of, you know, putting a fence around our house and protecting us, you know, us four no more. That that's, you know, that that's no longer, we need to be aware of what is going on in not only in our household, but in, in the households around us. Yes, we do we need to keep an eye out. Not everything is as it seems. Yeah, and that that leads us to the to the really big thing that's going on right now. That um, I know you and I have talked about this in the past, you know, and I, I kind of talk about this on my show every once in a while, and that's about the phenomena in the air. That's my next question. Let's talk about UFOs. <laughs> yeah, UFOs, unidentified flying objects i believe in them i believe there's objects and and you know i i could tell you a really funny story with myself with one but uh but you know the bottom line is a lot of the a lot of the things we see out there are explainable but some of them are not and i believe that just as just as there is a god just as there are angels there are demons and there's a devil and i believe that we sometimes can see angelic 
things happening in the atmosphere. Yes. And I believe that people who see spacemen (laughs) or Martians or whatever you want to call them are seeing manifestations of demons. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's my opinion. I mean, I, I, I just believe it. Um, I believe that the D, you know, they just had a declassification. It was written into the COVID bill, believe it or not, uh, that the very last COVID bill that was written, they had to release everything that was in the archives on UFOs to members of Congress. Now, why would you need to do that? Here's why I believe we need to do that, or they needed to do that. I believe the enemy of our soul is starting to set up this world for the rapture. Amen. They they want to be able to explain away what happened to the Christians when they were raptured away. Exactly. They want yep, they want to be able to say, "Oh, they're going to either say, "Oh, they was not really human. They were really aliens." Or they're going to say that the aliens came and take the, took them away. You know, they're they're going to make some type of excuse. And once again, there's TV shows like The Missing and things like this where people disappear. And, you know, I just think we need to be wise and understand that there's nothing new under the sun. And the same devil that tormented uh you know the man uh in uh when Jesus uh you know sent the the uh demons into the swine and the swine ran over the cliff that same devil is alive today and the same tricks and the torment for people he's doing today yes he is but just like then God is still God, and God is still in control. And the Word of God says that greater is he that is within us than he that is within that world, in, the, in our world. So we have the Spirit of God living in us. We have a, a greater power than any enemy on this earth. So we don't need to be afraid of the devil. We don't need to be afraid if we see an alien, <laughs> yeah, I, and 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 I'm laughing because I think that the angelical, whenever it's like this, when we begin to talk and live in the spirit world, it's like our porch light is turned on, and the spirit world goes up and down. Okay. It goes like you can sing a super highway, right? But when when I get really into the spirit world, my exit light turns on. And so the angels will come see me. And if the angels will come see what's going on in my camp, guess who else comes and sees? 
the yes. enemy of our soul. Yeah. So demons are going to come see. So, you know, when you become spiritually in tune with the spirit world, expect there to be angelic activity. Angelic activity from both sides of the aisle. Because remember, the demons were angels that were cast out of heaven. Right. So when we talk about angelic activity, it can be from both sides of the aisle. And so, you know, I believe as we're nearing the last day uh, on this, we're nearing the last days on this earth and the revival is happening. As people begin to awaken in the spirit. There's going to be angelic activity around that. Yes, it's exactly what UFOs are. Yep, sure is. You know, they, the UFOs spiked in the 1940s. What was going on in yeah. World War II and the rebirth of the nation of Israel? And they're starting to spike again. They're right. starting to spike again. There's, there's activity in the celestial atmosphere. You know, principalities and powers. Up there making bigger decisions for what's going on down here. It's, uh, it is fascinating. And, uh, I just, it's, it's something that I want to, you know, understand more about, but really, like you said, the best thing we can do is just pray, just pray. La lastly, brother Danny, I don't want you to spoil anything, but what do you think can we expect from state of the nation in weeks to come? Well, you know, we're, we're, we're in the middle of our second format change right now. Uh, our show tonight was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what I mean by that is I'm going to have to record the show again and put it on demand because uh, Facebook is just knocking the socks off me. They, uh, they haven't kicked me off because I don't really say anything that can make them kick me off. But they definitely shadow ban me. And they, 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 you know, they, they, they're messing with me. But so uh, we're going to start probably going on to an on demand format. And uh, we're going to try live streaming from some other medias. I, I can't make that announcement just yet because I don't have all everything involved with it yet. But we're going to try that. Um, uh, and so that's, that's, that's probably the biggest um, thing you're going to see to change. Also, uh, we're going to start uh, bringing guests on. Um, as, as you know, um, there's a lot of important people in both of our lives that I think that our viewers and listeners would like to hear. Sure. And I'm in the middle right now of trying to secure some agreements from some very influential people within the apostolic movement to grace us with their presence on the state of the nation. Now, 
I do know that a very, we have a, a like friend who is a fan of State of the Nation. <laughs> and he texted me and he said something like, you keep it up, boy. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I'll just leave it there. We'll leave it there. <laughs> Awesome. Good. Awesome. Listeners, head on over to Facebook. Head on over to YouTube. Check out Danny Torres, The State of the Nation Live. You can scroll down into your episode notes. The links will be down there for you. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, Danny Torres. (laughs) 